You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And we have a dynamite show today, as always, I might add. But uh, we have Mr. Amelia Island on, Bill Warner. And uh, he's down there in God's country, down in Florida, getting a little... I guess I guess Florida's taking a bath right now, just a, a small shower, and uh, as we've been doing up here in Atlanta today. But anyway, we want to welcome Bill. We're going to be talking about the upcoming concourse in Amelia Island, the numero uno in the States. And um, welcome back to America's Web Radio, Bill. Thank you. It's nice to be with you. Uh, It's been, uh, I think we talked just before the show this year and just before the COVID was announced. And... uh, from what uh, you know, we've read and seen and heard, it was quite a year with uh, Roger Penske as the feature. And it uh, the you know the the backstory is that, uh, the Players Championship we, we, uh, is, is it's a it's a it's a it's a game they play. It's called golf. I'm not real familiar. <laughs> with it. They um, they are at Ponta Vedra, which is 30 miles south of us. Well, they landed on our date, and of course that was going to affect our crowd, the media, and even some of our volunteers. So we had to move the show forward a week, which I was really angry about. Had to re- renegotiate all our contracts. It turns out we got the show in, and they did. The proof of that is that God loves car guys more than he does golfers. He does. He does. Well, I I heard that the the motor went out on the windmill at the golf course, and they couldn't do it. Well, I'd forgotten that. (laughs) Well, well, you you certainly... uh, you had a show and a little surprise this year. I understand uh, your new C8 Corvette was delivered to you at the it show. Was. I, I love it. I got about twenty one hundred miles on it now. I don't drive it every day. I drive it on the nice days. Yeah, it, it's it, it really redefined Corvette. If you have any impressions of previous Corvettes, just throw them away. This, this car is it. Uh, it uh, feels smaller. Feels tighter. Feels crisper. The eight-speed dual-clutch gearbox is just magic. It's, they really, really, really did their homework on this car. Oh, that's great. Have you tried to change the spark plugs in it yet? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have a Chevy dealer. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen many of them, but when they, the, we were by one not too long ago, and he had the backup, and all you can see is like two-thirds of the air filter. And well, they, they they put a lot of styling gimmicks in motor, uh, motor, uh, off top of motors nowadays. Oh yes, that stuff comes off. But no, they, uh, the uh, the engineering of the car is superb. Gearbox is superb. It's just, the electronics is over the top. I, I wrote a story for a sports car market this week, and I said, you know, you could spend two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars more for a car for exclusivity, but. Those cars will depreciate in the more first year more than this car costs. Well, yeah. have you found out where to plug it in? 
No, it's, it's not a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they I'm were sure that's coming. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden says so. Well, no, they. It was in automotive news. They said that they that GM took a bunch of the engineers from the Corvette project and put them into developing an electric, beautiful or hybrid Corvette. Yeah. Well, it's it's a yeah, coming thing. Coming. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, uh, you know, a lot of the hybrid cars, if you were familiar this last year, you saw the new Lotus, which is, of course, Chinese. It's Geely. Yeah. And it's all electric. And I talked to Emerson Fittipaldi a couple of weeks ago. He's He was coming out with a, a V12 supercar, and they put that on hold, and it's going to be all electric. Really? Wow. Well, I guess with the power they can develop, and it's instant. Instant power, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Electric motors develop maximum torque at zero RPM. Yeah. That's why they launch the good. Yeah. And then uh, Hispano Suiza, which is one of our marks for this year. Oh, wonderful. They're going to be delivering their first uh, Hispano Suiza electric car at a million. Good heavens. Who who is funding that company now? Do you know? I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. Yeah, there's so many startups now. You wonder. Yeah, the, does it look? Does that car look like the the the? Is it old looking or new swoopy looking? Yes. 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 <laughs> it, has, it has the styling cues of the uh, Zinnia. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's in a modern format, so we're going to have the Zinnia there, so you can compare it to. What what the influence was on the design of the new car? Wow, that ought to be fabulous to see. <laughs> That'd be something. Yeah. Is it yeah. going to be built in Spain? Yeah. Okay. Or Italy? Or Italy? Wow. Yeah, that'll be. A, that's that's another reason to go. Um, who will be your featured person this year? If we may ask, uh, uh, Lynn Saint James. Oh, wonderful! Oh, really? Yeah, yeah she's good. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's done a lot for charity, too. Uh, she has, and uh, she's done a lot for the, the uh, motor motor industry and racing. Yes. Yes. Will you have any of her Indy cars there? Um, yeah, yeah, not a class for them, but we will have one. Good. So we, uh, we're doing a class called Chevy Thunder, with everything from the Scarab, from 1959, 1960, up uh, to the uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Senior Corvette, and in between we'll have uh, the Lola T330 that Brian Redmond drove at three Formula 5000 championships, and an M8F McLaren, and uh, Grumpy's toy, a drag car. <laughs> that's Grumpy cool. Jenkins. That, yeah, yeah, Grumpy Jenkins. That's cool. We're going to have sports. Anything that had a Chevy V8 that won a championship, we're trying to get. Wow. And then we're doing uh, the cars of uh, Shadow. So we'll have eight Shadows on the field. Oh, my gosh. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, Tim Welburn, the Welburn Collection over in Alabama. is going to, we're going to do a class of the rare 70s muscle cars. It's about time to do that again. Yes. Yeah. You know, we, we've got to walk up in line. We're call ourselves a Concord Delegance, but as Keith Crane says, eh, you're not a Concord, you're a car show. Okay, whatever you want to call me, then we can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, you know. Yeah. That, that's okay. <laughs> that would break my heart, you know, yeah. I, mean, I tell you. Well, <laughs> yeah. he, you got to understand, 
he was born and raised in the Motor City. He doesn't understand outside of Detroit, I think, in many ways. I don't understand in Detroit. <laughs> our, uh, our seminars, we're going to be featuring the Porsche 935 on the field, and we'll have the new 935 from uh, the Ingram Collection. Wow. And we're, uh, uh, the seminar is going to be... Uh, it's, a, it's Hurley Haywood's 50th anniversary of his IMSA. Beautiful. We'll have Hurley, Brian Redmond, uh, David Hobbs, uh, Alvin Springer from Porsche, uh, yep. Mark Raffoff from IMSA, uh, oh, a couple more. You're going to. We have Jim yeah. Busby again? Yeah. I'm still, I'm still laughing about his comments on his car and the altered wheelbase and the guy that bought oh, the yeah. car tried to buy the fiberglass paddles for it and they didn't fit. <laughs> oh. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, the fenders don't fit. <laughs> there's, there's two... Uh, well, the other uh, seminars will be Chevy Thunder with uh, uh, Richard Childress, uh, Herb Fischel, um, David Hobbs, who won the, the Trans Am Championship for Chevrolet, and then Brian Webb, who won one Formula 5000, George Palmer, who ran that with the shadows. They're going to be on that. Wow. Uh, and we got another surprise guest, but I can't say until it's confirmed by Chevrolet. Okay. <laughs> or, or until after you win the election, right? <laughs> yeah, that's when the... That's when the virus goes away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, November 6th. Yeah, we hope. <laughs> I, I, I hate to sound like a cynic, but I've gotten totally disenchanted with this election. I just want to get it over. Yeah. I think everybody does. Well, the only, my only fear is we'll still be counting ballots next spring. So. You think it'll be that soon? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can announce it at Amelia. <laughs> they will mail a lot of them out until December. So yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah. You know, it depends. Kinkos will be printing like crazy the day after. Yeah. Well, there's they, anything bizarre in my life. I'm no, I agree no. with you. They've got Sam Momo Giancana's election handbook. Do they? Yeah, from 62. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Or 60, was it 60? He, he and Joe Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, he and Joe, yeah. Well, yeah, there was, there, there was, a, there was a great thing on uh, Netflix about the Kennedys. It was about Sinatra, about how he delivered the uh, labor unions in Illinois and West Virginia to the Kennedys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, hey, let, let's go back to cars. Oh, yes, please. please. <laughs> unusual class. You're always the guy that does the neat, unusual class. What is happening this year? We we do that for a reason. We know that there's people who come to the show who don't really care about cars. They, they may be wives or drugged there by their husbands or, you know, just some neighbor. The guy says, you got to come to the show and you got to write car. So we always try to throw something really weird and uh, so this year it's going to be all weird and wonderful. So little bubble top cars and stuff is just so bizarre that it would never make production. <laughs> yeah, well, one of them I can tell you about is uh, uh, Jeff Lane, who is the uh, you know Steve McQueen was what the uh, king of cool and, and uh, 
Jeff Lane is king of crazy. Yes. And yeah. He has a car that's full size Monopoly piece. You remember the little car of the Monopoly? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, he's got a full size one. Uh, that's weird. Oh, it is. It is. Well, have you ever been to his collection in Nashville? Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah I, I know Lane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 a trip in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got some weird stuff. Yeah, it's just to go and go through the place, and then you go back two years later, and there's about ten more weird things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He always adds entertainment to the show. Yeah, that propeller car. Yeah. Yeah. you got to be able to uh, entertain the crowd. You know, you, you can have a bunch of classic car there, and there are cars there, and everybody goes, oh, it's a Duesenberg or a Packard. But you really got to throw in something that puts a smile on people's face. Yeah. Well, and there, there's nothing like an unmuffled Chevy V8 in a ground pounder. Last year, we paraded the five... Uh, Sunoco Camaros up front for Roger, and he had the biggest smile on his face that I've ever seen. His wife looked over at me, Kathy looked at me, and said, you couldn't have given him a better Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> did, did they have the 60-foot fuel can? Yes. You had it there? Fact, we did. Okay, wonderful. And that's an interesting one. It, we Shipping it, it had to come from Don Lee in California, Northern California. And we were trying to figure out how to package it. So Don just went out and bought a cheap Chevy van somewhere, put it in that, and we shipped it over by Reliable. <laughs> and when he shipped it back, he sold the van. <laughs> <laughs> that is smart packaging. <laughs> it, was, it was cheaper than having a freight company do it and have to handle the freight. Yes, and less damage this way. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, fabulous. So let, let me ask you something. We're all about within some range of the same age and so forth. And this time of year used to be so exciting because the new models were coming out. And we've talked about it before, you know, trying to look under the brown paper and get one little glimpse of the taillights or the front end or whatever. Do you think yeah. the excitement, I mean, that was exciting even for women, you know? They were, what is the new T-Bird going to look like or whatever, you know? So do you think we're missing on, and and you could almost build a new car with a copier today, but um, do you think that we're missing anything? And I, I, if I were a betting person, I would bet you were the same way as a kid. You went to the yeah. Ford and the Chevy dealer and see if you could uh, find a hole in the paper. I could, I could uh, I remember the days of going to Gordon Thompson Chevrolet and finding out where they hid their cars, you know, and pedaling my bike over there. Or um, um, the, the Detroit companies used to, before they did the big Arizona test, they'd drive cars up and down the East Coast. And I'd run across, I remember I saw the first 59 Pontiac, which was really a spaceship at the time. Yes. <laughs> And they were all what they were called blackout cars. If you remember that they cover yeah. all in black. Yep. So yep. yep. Yeah, they've taken the excitement out of it. And I, you know, the marketing people—you don't even know when a car is coming out. I'll see a car on the street one day come out. Oh, that came out two months ago. And they've yes. taken the sizzle out of the steak. Yes, ex- exactly. And, and you know what's even crazier is the 2021 model year has been out since probably. 
June or May, and I know there's going to be a 2022 model that's going to come out in February. It's just yeah. a, a February so it's of goofy. 2021. It's, it's goofy. It, yeah. It's goofy. Yeah. What year is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it used to be September, October, November were the dates, and each company seemed to, there seemed to be some sort of agreement at what date they would have, you know, to coming September 12th to a Ford dealer near you and the new Y block, you know, all that. Right. And they type it up. Or on, I remember uh, in 59, Pat Boone was showing sneak shots of a 59 Chevy on you know, a weekend. He had it. They built excitement for the car. Yes. And, and, you know, I don't know when that ended, but I think some marketing genius who would go in there and just bring back some excitement to a reveal would... Uh, would pay his way in gold. Well, it, it, it's it, it's amazing, and uh, I, I'm like you. I'd pedal my bike down and take a look at Rapid Chevrolet and see, and I was looking for Corvettes. Yeah, we all were. Yeah, Corvettes, and, 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 and then the Mustangs, and yeah, yeah, and, the uh, Hemis, and all then that you, stuff. You always waited for the opening day, which was usually a Friday evening was the first one, and they'd have hot dogs and Cokes. So and you, if you were special, you got invited to the premiere before the grand opening. <laughs> if you were special, yes, I, I must have been. Must have had someone who knew me. And let's see, at '59, I was 16 years old, and I got invited to the Oldsmobile uh, reveal at the Roosevelt Hotel in Jacksonville, and they had singers and dancers and it was it was a, a mini motorama kind of rollout you know yeah and now, they, now, they yeah. pretty much kept a lid on what the car was going to look like i did i think they did a good job on the c8 corvette they did a great job on the ford gt uh, they could do it yes whether they want to do it or not Yes. Now the dealer shows, and when we were there, uh, Jim was all about complaining about warranty. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing is, when we were there, we'd see prototypes, and then they'd say, "Well, when's it coming out?" Well, that'll be two or three years from now. And what the dealers didn't know is half the car was clay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> many of them were push mobiles. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but hey, well, things have changed. Yeah, you know. Uh, I, but the, uh, Bill, I, I have to agree with you. The C8 Corvette was the way to go, and the way they camouflaged them, and then there were Netflix videos of guys like up in the mountains in California and places like that with uh, covered up cars, and they'd have nine uh, nine. Two Porsches and 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 something else there chasing them around, and it was kind of fun to watch yeah. the videos. But the car came out, and uh, I mean, it just is a yeah, hit. It, I mean, you can't. That's him. Yeah, you got a smoke gray one, didn't you, Bill? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I ordered the package where they paint over all the, the boy racer black stuff, the side slash and the spoiler, so it, it's kind of monochrome. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, you know, I, in some cases, manufacturers want to sneak something out to see in advance to kind of test the waters, particularly if it's something very uh, advanced, because you can get in a situation uh, where you you bring a car out that you know bombs on the public, like the Chrysler Airflow, that was you know so advanced, 
and then when Chrysler bought it out, Ford thought that was the future, and they were going to do the Lincoln that way. And I remember Bob Gregory telling me he went to Tom Jarda, who designed this this Lincoln with the airflow nose back in 1935, and he said that'll never sell with Mr. Ford. He likes pointy noses, so they had to add a you know a pointed hood <laughs> and nose on the car to, to get it to sell. So you know Chrysler. Was, was so far ahead of their time the public wouldn't accept it. Yes. Now you can't find an airflow, and if you, especially a coupe, if you find a coupe, bring a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of money. Yeah, you, you, there's, one, there's one about 100 yards from me, so not mine, but uh, Mark Becker, who's our vice chairman, has an airflow coupe. Uh, yeah, they're beautiful. I think they're cool as could be. Well, you were looking for one for a well, while. Well, yeah, I, I just have no more room. I've got to make room. Yeah. Well, you've got that thirty-eight Cadillac too. Yeah, that so. big monster. Yeah, um, well, a good car guy always has one more car than he has room for. Yes. I do because my 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 truck lives over at the under the neighbor's deck because I have no room. <laughs> yes, I'm in that boat too. Um, I am too. <laughs> and then there's always one or two that your wife doesn't know about. I always wake up in the middle of the night with nightmares that I put a car somewhere and can't remember where I put it. <laughs> I know people that have done that. Yeah, I know, especially when we get in our mid-70s. Steve, Steve Gordon has no idea how many and where they all are. Yeah. He has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop us here, and we're going to take a quick break. Bill, we'll be back with you in just a minute, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. Collister's Auto Transport is a privately held company yeah. celebrating our 75th anniversary this November, specializing in enclosed-only transportation to the OEM, personal, bird market, and our favorite market of all is the collector market. Give us a call at 800-748-3160, or you can reach us on the web at mccollisters.com, and that's M. C-C-O-L-L-I-S-T-E-R-S.com. Large enough to handle all of your transportation needs, small enough to provide you the old town, old school service that you come to expect when you're moving your baby. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh... Just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Sell anything? Did we sell anything? Um, Some insurance for J.C. Taylor Insurance, and then uh, McAllister uh, Transport. They're getting uh, calls right as we speak from Amelia Island uh, <laughs> participants. Yeah. 
let me ask you a question. Ed. You know, uh, you of course well know that Hershey's been Hershey was canceled. All, so many, so many big car events have were, were canceled this year. I mean, we didn't even do. We haven't done one national event all year, and we usually do a lot of stuff. Uh, what do you see this? having an effect on you and are you going to put in I know it's a little it's early but any like at, at when AACA when they did the uh, uh, Grand National in Gettysburg they had different show fields everybody had to wear a mask everybody got their temperature taken there were no banquets there was no judging school there was no nothing uh, are you guys going to thinking about or formulating a plan as to what you're going to do for Amelia Island Every day, yeah, we uh, we go by what the state laws are and what the rules are. The Marriott Group, which owns the Ritz Carlton, and right now, if it's to be had today, uh, the banquet would have to be fifty percent the size. Uh, the uh, seminar is fifty percent size. In Nassau County, Florida, you are not required to wear a mask outside. Um, we would recommend that they would if if the rules were tomorrow. Um, we reduced the count of the cars from 300 to 230 to get social distancing. I don't think it's going to hurt the, the show because I've had so many people come. you got too many cars, you can't see them all. So, um, we've got more corporate involvement this year because there was no... Um, Geneva show and Pebble Beach was put off so things that would have gone to those two shows are coming to ours so we're very fortunate about that but the big question is are you going to have a show are you going to have a show yeah we're going to have a show of course um, and not to be political but to be political depending on who gets elected could very well determine what we look like in March you know, March is five months off you know, we're now seven months eight months into this COVID thing every day I get on the computer and check the curves for Florida and they're very uh, positive you know the number of deaths in Florida are, are less than 10 per day in a state of 16 million yeah so, it, it, it's it's amazing and I remember back when both Lyndon Johnson and Hubert Humphrey were in the hospital with that flu uh, years ago and 266 or 8,000 people died in that, and we did not go through the quarantining that we're doing now. Yeah, I... Well, I, I, you know, we're supposed to be talking about cars and, I know. and all that stuff, but I'm going to get political. You know, this whole thing has been political as far as I'm concerned. And, and the only thing I worry about is what's behind this? If it was an engineered virus... What is the next engineered virus we're going to see? Is it being used as a weapon? Are we in a, a biological war that we don't know about? I don't know. I can't answer those questions. But to, to your point, um, uh, politicians have taken hold of this thing and used it as a weapon. People are in this bubble. They want out. They want out now. You're beginning to see rioting in some cities of, of people who do not want to be locked down. So when New York City, yeah, they were. Uh, Jewish community, and uh, I think it's getting through Christmas is going to be interesting this year on how they treat the holidays. Uh, 
Yes. I, 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 I just... I've never seen anything like it in my life. No, no. You no. know, there's a psychological warfare going on, too. Uh, the other night, uh, I went out to dinner and, and, you know, knew I was going about uh, 4.35 in the afternoon that I was going to dinner. And I'm thinking, oh, man, this is, you know, I hadn't been to my favorite Mexican food restaurant and had a couple of drinks there, good margaritas, and I'm really excited about going. And you walk in the door... And there's a big slap in your faces. Everybody, all the waitresses, everybody there was wearing masks. And that's like saying, COVID! You know, I mean, it, it yells at you that, that we, and it brings all the bad thoughts back to you as you're trying to have good thoughts. And it's, it's rampant. You go to the grocery store, you go anywhere, and the, the masks are being worn, and it's like yelling at you that, uh, it ain't normal. Yeah. You know, one neat thing we had, Bill, last Sunday, we had a car gathering, and we had it at a Panera Bread, we had it in a lot, people did wear masks, some people didn't, but it was one of the most fun, eclectic things. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, there was a 59 Pontiac Bonneville two-door coupe there. A tri-power car. Yeah, and there, and there was a yeah. carry-all there. And people walked by Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Porsches to look at that. And it's just, it, 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 you, it was like somebody let everybody out and said, hey, we're going to go yeah. to a car show and we're going to have a good time. Well, you know, like I said, we didn't do anything. And when they when AACA canceled and Herco canceled Hershey this year, I'm sure you look at the AACA website every now and then. The 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 the, the crying all over the hobby that there's yeah. no Hershey this year. My God, it was just yeah. amazing. So anyway, back to cars, Bill. At least there are yeah. some good things going on. And I, I don't know, do you guys still have your gathering in Jacksonville? Uh, um, Chris Brewer is in charge of that, and they, uh, the mall that he had it uh, put them all. They they were going to have it. They're doing they're doing a lot of cruises. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, but no, not the big gathering. Uh, and once again, I said this. I, it's just the. This is just my opinion. There are people who go on Facebook and beat me up on it, but it's been highly politicized. Yes. Well, and like I say, in the office, they say, well, what, are, what are we going to do about this or what are we going to do about that? I say, well, we wait till the November elections are over. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some changes. Some may be really draconian and some may not be. We don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we don't. But uh, hey, we, it, don't know. we know we're going to have a show. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least we've got we'll cars to talk. We'll be the last one for 2020 and the first one for 2021. <laughs> exactly. And, and we've got cars to talk about. And and uh, I haven't ridden in a C8 yet. In fact, if, if I were in Jacksonville, I'd be knocking on your door asking for a ride with or without yeah, a mask. you got to drive it. it. It's just, yeah. I can't tell you how good a car it is. It's a terrific car. It's, it's uh, if I were manufacturers of supercars in the two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar range, I'd be really worried. You know, the only thing you're buying in those is, in a lot of cases, I think, is just uh, exclusivity. Yes. Yeah, and the name. Look at me, name. Yeah, and then brag about how much it costs to have an oil change. 
Well, so. I pulled into a place the other day, and the guy looked at me and said, hey, is that the uh, new McLaren, or is that the new Ferrari? I said, it's two Corvettes. <laughs> well, they look so much alike, uh, the new stuff. It's yeah. all swoopy, straight lines. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's, it's if, just... If you, put, if you put a La Ferrari and a Corvette side-by-side, uh, the, the Ferrari looks a little zoomier because they didn't do the packaging. They didn't have to do the packaging. Chevrolet does, you know, you got certain trunk room and certain areas to put oil coolers and interchange heat exchangers. But the La Ferrari and the nose of the Corvette are very similar. The way the character lines come in, the sharpness of the front, the air intakes. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I saw Jay Leno when he got his new Ford GT. That was an interesting program. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's a, that's a, that, but that's a. How much is that car? Three, four hundred thousand? Six hundred grand. Six hundred. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know. It was. <laughs> and you can buy a, a, a nicely equipped Corvette for about eighty five thousand dollars. Eighty five or a hundred. Yeah. Mine, mine came in. I got the fitted luggage ZL one with the Brembo brakes, the monochrome, the nose lift. Um. See what else I order on that thing. Certain wheel package. It came in at eighty one nine sixty five. Wow! Yeah, you can't beat it. You just you just can't. Cheap <laughs> person. Hey, uh, talking about cars and just switching gears for a minute. Um, I know you are very familiar with the Brumos collection and stuff. Is that right. open now? Is yes. Well. They're closed because of COVID. They're hosting some smaller dinners for fundraisers. Um, they'll be um, opening soon, but it's fabulous. It's, it's probably not the biggest, but the, the best museum in the United States. Although Dan Davis doesn't like to call it a museum, it's just his collection. But the, the display and the way they've done the cars and the feel of it when you go in, each car has its own iPad with a history and they got directed sounds so you can see what the sound of the car is. It's they got their own theater. It's really over the top. And where's yeah. this? In Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. Yeah. When, yeah. Uh, when, uh, right near Mayo Clinic. Yeah. Well, it's just Ponte Vedra, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, not quite. Not quite. Uh, yeah. You're, you're about. Uh, 300 yards from Ponte Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever been to the Miller Meet in Milwaukee? Yes, yeah, several times. Okay. I I used to go, and the Brumos collections got one or two of the Miller cars, if I remember rightly. No, no, no. no? no. They got seven. Okay. <laughs> He's got... Probably the largest Miller collection around. He and Dana Meekum probably yeah have all the significant Millers. Are yeah. they uh, you talking Miller race cars or yeah. Porsche cars? No, no, Harry Miller, the old one, the old yeah. the, re- yeah. the the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. See, I yeah, do uh, get confused. Almost, they have Samson, which is the twin eight-cylinder car. Right. Okay. And do you know what the uh, uh, a trivia question for you. What what was Samson known for other than the twin eight motors? It wasn't a haircut. Oh. <laughs> I can't answer that, Bill. I don't know. <laughs> it was the first car to have a, a radio unit in it to broadcast to the pits. Oh, for gosh sake. Really? The, the riding mechanic had a leather helmet with a microphone sewn into it, and they had a tube radio 
unit on the floor on the right side of the car, and the antenna ran from the front of the car to the rear underneath. Wow! And, uh, would you would you be surprised to to hear it didn't work very well? <laughs> <laughs> what what year was this? Wait, in the it was thirty for thirty four. Thir- yeah. Mid thir- mid thirties then. Cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> well. I never knew that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah we I, just we it. learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> well, more than one thing. Yeah, <laughs> I learned a lot of stuff there. You- wow. Well, is or have you ever thought about trying to get all the Millers together, or have you done this? Ooh, and I don't know. We had twenty three Millers, uh, oh, eight or ten years ago on the oh, field. Yeah, well, a little bit of everything. Okay. All right. We, we did. We did. You're going to have to pay attention now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I. I still think the old Indy, uh, the the Indianapolis Offenhauser front engine roadster cars with the lay down engine are the, some of the most beautiful cars ever made. I yeah. just think they're gorgeous. Yeah. Bill, it's an age thing with Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> with all of us. Yeah. Oh, Lord. With all of us. Anyway, let's just sort of shift gears a little bit about, you know, antique and classic. You're right in the middle of it. What You keep hearing all of this gloom and doom about uh, prices, especially right now. What, what's your take on what's going on price-wise and uh, the hobby? Well, I think interest rates are low, which is allow people to buy in. By this, you know, they don't, people don't know where to put their money, so they're putting it in tangibles. If interest rates go up, car sales will flatten. Some car sales will flatten. The Ferrari Daytona, which would have been as high as about eight hundred fifty thousand, down around six fifty. Um, uh, it's an age thing. It's a bell curve. You, you, you start out, and when you're twenty years old, you, you have a desire for a car. And, by the time you get 45 or 50, you want to—you've gotten a little weight on. You lost your hair. You want to recapture your youth, so you go buy that car you wanted when you were 20. And, you, and the bell curve starts going up. Then we peaks at the top when the the owner is about 60 years old, and it starts dropping. And uh, when a guy gets to about 70 or 80, he bought a car for 20 grand that's now worth a quarter of a million or something. It's time for him to bail out. So. I think what's happening is some of the traditional cards that, that those of us who are extended age would like are falling off because the buyers of them are dying and don't identify with them. Uh, the, the newer cars, I, I notice there's a lot of excitement. I can't get excited about it, but a lot of excitement about some of the Japanese tuner cars. You know, and, and I grew up in an age when your dad was either a Chrysler guy, a GM guy, or a Ford guy. My, my father was a GM guy. These kids grew up with you know, Hondas, Toyotas, Dots and Nissan. So it's it, it, a car, an electric car, is a nostalgia thing. So you have to look back and see what the youth was driving 20, 25, 30 years ago to see what's going to be valuable today. Yes. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is uh, some of us can't get in and out of them anymore. I don't know yes. if you've tried to get in and out of a 904 lately, but I can only do it on my hands and knees. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, and the higher numbers even Pontiac. get worse. <laughs> I, I have a Pontiac Firebird A sedan I bought off bring a trailer, and we 
put a Dart 303 in it, ran it at the Daytona 24 last year. Yes, yeah. I, I was going through tech inspection. I was taken down there and Chip Wright runs inspection and I'm trying to climb out the window. You know, it's just like a NASCAR card. You don't open a door and get in. Struggling at age 76 at that time to crawl out the window and Chip said, you know, Bill, we got a rule here. You got to get out of that car in 30 seconds in case there's a fire. I said, Chip, you set this car on fire, I'll be out in 15 seconds. That's the one where it's, what was the bumper sticker? My car costs less than your tires? Yeah, my, my, our car's cheaper than your tires. Yeah, yeah. Not when you hey, watch them. Yeah, like that. You they finished and won a second in class with it. Do you yeah. believe that? I was in the trailer getting out of my driver's suit. and said, you got to come to the podium. I said, why? Did you finish second. News to me. Congratulations. <laughs> do you still have that car? Yeah. Good. Uh, in fact, here we're doing a Camaro, same thing. Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's great. Camaro that was bought off of the internet, and it's been freshened up. But it's not going to be quite as fast as the Pontiac. The Pontiac had never been that fast in its life. It never had 575 horsepower. It was starting to delaminate the spoiler in the back by the time the day race was over. It was pulling in honest. When I tell you honest, we did the gear chart. We did the tire diameter. We called a Hoosier to find out about the speed rating. We were doing an honest 180 miles an hour. Wow. Oh, that's fast. Yeah. Wouldn't Good. stop or turn, but it would go 180 miles an hour. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. stop or turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, like you try to say, you know, older guys are still doing some of these races, and you see ads on on racing junk. Uh, if you have an old cherry picker, we need it to get in and out. <laughs> they put a bar on it, <laughs> gets you in and out of this yeah. stuff. Well, thank, thank goodness for steering wheel. Come on, yeah, yeah. Well, we we've, we've got a friend that just bought a Berkeley, and he's seventy seven. And uh, he's a real friend. You go tell him to sell it. <laughs> well, you know what he did. He traded one. He traded one. <laughs> traded one for another <laughs> he, he one. He traded a two-cylinder for a three-cylinder. <laughs> Apparently, there's a guy in Charleston with about twelve of them. Oh my lord! Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got to have a passion for something. Oh well, the scary thing is, I remember when they ran SCCAI production. I production. Yeah. I thought I was slow at G and H. I don't remember I production. Yeah, um, I don't either. Fifty nine, sixty. There was something else in there too that uh, was small. Uh, hell, I can't remember now. But I remember I production and the, and the parts would fall off the car. Well, that's correct. Yeah, it's funny you should mention a Berkeley, but the only one I ever saw in public was I was at Citadel in Charleston. I wonder if this is the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Well, we can we can we can sign him up to be down at your show next year, the uh, Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's not weird and wonderful enough. <laughs> that's pretty weird. Wonderful, no, but weird, yes. Yeah. You got half covered. Yeah, you got half. Oh man! Well, Bill, uh, what else can you tell us about twenty twenty one show? What any? Well, uh, we're doing this battle suite, American Muscle Shadow uh, Ferrari two seventy five GTB. 
if uh, every if all the moons align, align moons and stars, we're going to have all three of the two seventy five special. Wow! Very first time ever. And uh, there, the one of them is, of course, the Milan star that belonged to Preston Ham. Yes. And uh, the other one, Les Wexner's, and the other's Rob Alton. They're all very special, all built for racing, and they've never been together. Oh, that's great. Well, we're going to take a we're going to take a break, Bill. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Okay, go sell something. Okay, sell something. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to, to uh, insure your classic, classic, antique, or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. McAllister's Auto Transport is a privately held company celebrating our 75th anniversary this November, specializing in enclosed-only transportation to the OEM, personal snowbird market, And our favorite market of all is the collector market. Give us a call at 800-748-3160, or you can reach us on the web at mccollisters.com, and that's M-C-C-O-L-L-I-S-T-E-R-S.com. Large enough to handle all of your transportation needs, small enough to provide you the old town, old school service that you come to expect when you're moving your baby. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, I am Roger B., host of the Locked and Loaded Show on America's Web Radio. Be sure to join us live every Tuesday at 1500 hours for the latest in gun news, gun products, gun politics, and other gun-related stuff. That's Tuesday, 1500 hours, America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with our friend Bill Warner and Amelia Island. And as, as Bill says, it was America's last car show this year and the first car show next year. So <laughs> <laughs> that's quite an honor, Bill. Yeah. Any changes up, uh, about uh, uh, costs or any of that stuff? Yeah, it just gets more expensive every year. <laughs> Well, yeah. Can people go ahead and start buying tickets, or when does yeah, when does it open up? Online, and uh, uh, they be they will either post it on Friday or they'll be posted on Monday. Okay, and sponsorship. Um, yeah, it's good. Um, we're getting sponsors we haven't had before because, as they said to me, said that well, there was there is no Geneva show and. We didn't do Pebble Beach, so we've got these budgets, and we're wanting to show cars, and we're wanting to get them out. So Good. we've got some sponsors this year we haven't had before. Okay. And uh, 
peripheral car shows. You've got the Porsche Works Reunion, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tours. You got there's a tour. Yeah. Road tours on uh, uh, Friday. Down to the Brumos collection. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's uh, it's always a challenge for someone my age. Well, uh, you're kind of the honorary chairman now, if I remember rightly, correct? No. No? (laughs) I work 12 hours a day. Oh, my gosh, Bill. I'm sure you do. Good for you. Good for you. Hey, it keeps us going. Uh, uh, I mean, what? (laughs) otherwise, you don't play golf. I don't play golf. Steve doesn't play golf. So we got cars. I told you how I... Didn't I tell you the last time how I'd make golf interesting? You probably did, but you got to remember what David said. My memory's a little short. Yeah, I would make one out of every hundred golf balls randomly highly explosive. <laughs> On impact, it would bring a little NASCAR to golf. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, have a 150-mile-an-hour golf cart. You get you you lose strokes. The first yeah. one, first one yeah. back at the clubhouse at the bar wins. You you lose a I'm few sure points. There is much skill to golf that is so you know that I can't understand, and it's obviously very successful because they get huge crowds. But I, I went to the players two years ago as a guest. And uh, it, it was it was a wonderful affair. I mean, the food was terrific. And, uh, I just it, it's not something that would be my steady diet. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I grew up with cars. Yeah, yeah. We all did. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't remember. I don't remember my father ever golfing. Yeah, mine didn't my, either. My father was a very good golfer, but I, I never I never golfed. I tried three times. It's like riding a motorcycle. I tried that twice, but I put one through a stockade fence. Uh, quit doing that. That was a good idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That. Well, I went to the Masters once. We had free tickets for Thursday's round, and, and I got to go to the Masters one time, and that was interesting to, to see yeah. see the Masters. I, I, I don't care if I go back, but I, I got to see it anyway. Well, well one time, uh, Jim Hall call me and he said we're opening up the chaparral wing of the uh, petroleum museum and I want you to be there I said well that's nice Jim I'd like that he said I want you to play in my celebrity golf tournament I said well we got two problems Jim first I'm not a celebrity and two I don't play golf he says you come to Midland Texas you play golf so (laughs) I went out and had the pro at Amelia to try to teach me something (laughs) so I wouldn't make a fool of myself I went out and they assigned me with three golfers who would launch golf balls like the Kennedy Space Center launch missiles and, and I'd swing and miss or I'd top one and it would go over where the rattlesnakes were. You know, it was just a terrible day. Oh boy. But, but they play something called best ball and it turns out that uh, my foursome won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's birth a golf club, and as I got off the plane, my wife was waiting for me. Says, "That can't be my husband. He's carrying a golf club." <laughs> <laughs> and a big Bertha at that. Yeah. <laughs> big Bertha. I used to date that girl. I think. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. you dated Big Bertha. Oh, baby. 
<laughs> oh, baby. Well, you know, that's... You get letters from Bertha this week, or all the Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the big Bertha was made by Reeves Calloway's father. Reeves Calloway, the guy that does all the Corvettes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? That yeah. That's the same people? That's the same I family. never knew that. Calloway I never knew family, that. Yeah, Calloway Gardens, Calloway Golf. Yeah, he has the guy down in in, in mid Georgia is is part of that. Well, they own uh, they own Callaway Gardens. Oh, really? But I it's never his knew father. That. I, I think his father is. We're probably going there in two weeks for an anti car tour. Good. Well, his father's yeah. probably deceased now, and uh, Reeves is still building cars. Yeah, huh. in uh, Mystic, Connecticut. I think. Yeah, they are. Um, I can remember when he was doing the, the turbo conversions on Volkswagen GTIs, and then when I was at Alpha, he did the turbocharged GTV6s. I never knew that. He even I... did the turbocharged DeLorean with Bill Mitchell, who used to yes. race Bill Mitchell cars. He had one of the motors up on him. Everything and Bill Mitchell did some of the work with Reeves Calloway on that. Yeah, yeah. Those were in Camaros, weren't they? I had one of the. Well, I didn't have a Reed Callaway Camaro. I had a Bill Mitchell right. Camaro that was yeah. turbocharged. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with many light I had wheels. I car that was featured in Car and Driver. They, they didn't like it too much, but it was it was good. It was a fun car. I rem, I rode in one once, and uh, yeah, I was impressed with it. We called it a, a EBJ. Beach. I, eyeball jiggler. <laughs> An eyeball jiggler. <laughs> you know, I know you and Tom Cotter wrote one of my favorite books, the one on, on going to Cuba, but you, you yeah. ought to do a, a My Life with Cars by Bill Warner. It's how, I mean, yeah, you, that you, would be a good story. Yeah, yeah. Or, or at least I am doing a book uh, called the, the Other Side of the Fence. It's up at Chuck Cleaners now being laid out. And I uh, I had a sister who was a professional portrait photographer. And she was 13 years my senior. And she died of cancer at 50. She was my big cheerleader. And uh, when I was given a camera when I was 16, my, my parents gave me a Yashika B, which cost, I think, $40 back then, my first camera. And my sister looked at me. She says, you know what? That's going to get you. I said, no. She says, on the other side of the fence. Yeah. Meaning that if you had a press credential, you were on the other side of the fence. So I'm dedicating the book to my sister. And the name of the book is The Other Side of the Fence, 60 Years of Motorsports Photography. Wonderful. Cool. Yeah. Oh, boy. We hope to have that ready in March. Have you read that book faster? About the, yeah. Isn't that an interesting story? I, I thought I thought yeah. it was a really cool, yeah. interesting story about the the, the cars not, again, not against Nazi Germany. Yeah. That yeah. was really interesting. Yeah. Um, it, just mentioning our friend John Lamb passed, which was quite a surprise. Uh, well, that's really hit me pretty hard. Yeah, what a great photographer and what a great guy. I spent he a lot was, of, a lot of time with I, him. He and I drove a race together. I think it was the only race he ever drove in. Was he and I and Bob Aiken and Joe Roos ran in the 24 hours of Nelson Ledges in a, in a Jack Roush car. Oh, for God's and, sake. And we finished third, which was amazing because we were driving a Mercury LN7, which is one of them really, really <laughs> bad cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's something. I'm trying to be kind. I 
I said, I don't think I could be kind. The good thing about that car was built by Jack Roush. It was, it was tricks. Yeah. And John and I had a friendship that went back 50 years now. I have one of his old tripods. Yeah, Larry Crane gave it to me years ago when I was shooting an Aston Martin uh, DB2 for him, and uh, I used it, and he said, keep it. So that was back when Larry was at Automobile. When uh, we go to Pebble Beach, if if he and I were wearing ball caps with glasses, we looked very similar, and, and... Jay Human would always call me John. I said, "No, I'm Bill." <laughs> John Bill. Um, uh, <laughs> we, we, kinda, we, we really did feel like, you know, kind of brothers. Although we lived three thousand miles apart, we were both the road and track. We were both photographers. We both went to the same events. Yep. He did a lot more writing salons. Than, you know, I just did race stuff. Yeah, Bill. I'm sorry, but we've run out of time. I want to uh, thank you for being on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show, and uh, get your promise that you'll be on again. And I, I love the fact that we've done it now, where we've done four months in advance, five months in advance. We we get close to it. We'll have you on, and then right before Amelia, Amelia Island, we'll have you on one more time and uh, see how the fight's going for the tickets and. And um, then we'll have a, a post Amelia Island. So, <laughs> That's yeah, good to me. yeah, it's okay. always fun. You're always yeah, you're always yeah. fun. And uh, I I am excited about your book. I want to see it, and then we'll review it on the uh, radio. Absolutely, Bill. Thank you well, again. Your All right, be safe. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you. Brian. Bye. Bye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.